0: everyone and welcome to screams after midnight i am peter and joining me as always is tim that's great for the audio people tim that <laughs> are, are watching the video tim took a bow there for anyone uh listening to the show
1: i thought you said you hate the audio people <laughs> <laughs> no right now- you said we were no longer catering to them <laughs>
0: I said no such thing. I'll tell you what I do hate right now, Tim. I hate, I hate, I hate daylight savings because mm-hmm. I I mean I actually technically had an hour extra last night because the mm-hmm. clocks went back the way. But that doesn't matter to me because I'm up all night anyway. What matters to me is that I meant I had to be ready an hour earlier today. Mm-hmm. And I, I I, still had three movies to watch when I realized I had to be ready an hour <laughs> earlier today. So um, I'm not happy about that. So that sucks. Um, You know.
1: Um we appreciate your service you're you're a true hero
0: (laughs) I I like to think so Um, (laughs) Tom you know the state of the world's not a great place there's there's sadness everywhere Mm -hmm. especially when I have to watch a leprechaun movie more than that later in the week um, but um, we're we here, this is the final news sort of standalone episode of the, the show This is obviously a, a horror movie podcast and every week we talk about a horror movie But uh, normally the news is attached to a film But because we have episodes every single day in October It was like, well, where do we put the news? So we put it as its own thing um, And after we're done with the news uh, Tim will tell us what he's been watching this week Because despite my best efforts um, Well, I say my best efforts I've been playing video games all week So I didn't watch any extra movies I know, I know.
1: Every year... Every if there year, are horror games, I can let it go, but no one knew it would be dumb sci-fi crap.
0: Well, one of them was Bloodstained. Does that does that get me horror points? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I'll give you points for that. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> but um, uh, that in Outer Worlds was the other main thing, and, and, and obviously a lot of Tetris effect, because I play a lot of Tetris effect, but...
1: I know nothing about Outer Worlds other than people seem to be talking about it. It's a game I literally did not know existed <laughs> until, like, two or three days ago.
0: Um, it's kind of a more streamlined version of Fallout. In fact, the people who made it Obsidian made Fallout New Vegas, which is a lot of people's favourite one, because they're better writers than Bethesda, but...
1: All right, well, I mean, I'm already out, I've, yeah, never played a Fallout game, so...
0: You, no may, you might like, well, I wouldn't play Fallout now, Fallout's actually really, it's not aged well, you know, like, the, the genre has evolved past what Fallout 3 and New Vegas did, but... Our worlds has all the best but why are we talking about tim <laughs> <laughs> we're here talk about horror films but um so every year it's the same thing i always get really in the mood to like really watch a lot of horror movies for october and i'll watch like a ton in the week before october and i'll watch a ton in the first <laughs> week of october but by the time yeah. i get about halfway through october it's like uh i've not played any games in a while or i've not you know done this in a while and
1: yeah i mean at this point for me it is like um you know, I am starting to feel, like, a little burnt out. Not that I, you know, don't like horror movies anymore or anything, but I am starting to, like, kind of feel like, uh, you know, I haven't played Link's Awakening yet. I kind of would like to do that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's never other movies. It's not, it's not like I'm watching other movies in my free time instead. It, it's, sure. it's, it's, a, you know, it's, it's it's video games or comic books. It's, it's something exactly. else that comes in and says, hey, you want to do this right now, don't you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of do right. So, um. But hey, and besides, I've been doing like three movies a week for this show, <laughs> so it's not like I'm not watching any horror movies, it's just, I've not got it in me to watch a fourth, fifth and sixth movie a week, uh, which, you know, is what it is, but anyway, that's why it's only going to be Tim that's talking about what he's watched this week and I'm excited to see what he's watched. We'll find out. I'll make fun <laughs> of them. I'll, I'll insult his taste and his manhood and everything. Um but uh, uh speaking actually of uh stuff in the last week uh, we had our stream last uh, this that's past right? monday um it's fun. at the time of recording anyway this past monday by the time you see this it'll have actually been a second monday since then but um Oof. yeah and that was a fun time uh and if you don't know that's going to be a monthly thing if we had a goal on patreon so uh if you want that go to patreon.com but you can go check out the replay of it uh, on youtube um and see if you, if you enjoyed that that was streams after midnight uh, it's on the Mail of TV YouTube page so uh, without further ado we'll get into the week's horror movie news and we have a, a late a later horror film to talk about a gateway horror okay. film you might say mm, okay. um, I trust you grew up enjoying Hocus Pocus oh sure yeah, yeah.
1: that's
0: fun um, as did I I think many did um, I, I think as a cat person the talking cat was a big selling point quite frankly um, yeah.
1: I do think it is um like i i did enjoy it as a kid i think there are some people though that are like oh my god this is my favorite movie of all time like some people like really really love it which you know no uh like no shade thrown at him or anything but it's uh i, I think it's just okay but yeah you know. mm. so there's been a bit Doug of a Jones first movie i believe
0: oh really interesting yeah. there's been a... a zombie there's been a sort of Variety of like potential sequels or you know returns of the franchise. I mean, if you've I mean, obviously had one movie, so I mean, it's not really a franchise yet. But uh, you know, there was meant to be a Hocus Pocus two: Rise of the Elder Witch a few years ago, uh, which was <laughs> going to have a, a a witch hunter and a uh, and a single witch. And then there was going to be a TV remake at one point in the Disney Channel with a new cast. Uh, apparently, <laughs> this, this article from bloody Disgusting refers to that as this woke Midler from her grave <laughs> who shared her <laughs> displeasure. Um, <laughs> Betty Midler's old, apparently, I, I guess is what they said. Uh, but apparently for HBO Max, we're looking at a potential sequel that might bring back the the, the cast. Um, so, th- they're hoping to bring back all three witches for Hocus Pocus 2. Uh Jen D'Angelo, who served as the writer and co producer on Workaholics, has been hired to write the script. Workaholics, I believe, is a TV show. Um, But yeah, so D'Angelo apparently has been been given a brief to, you know, her brief for the script is to find a way to bring back the original cast, uh, which is Bette Midler, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najibi. And when I say bring back, what they mean is like bring them back, the, the characters in the story. Sure. Yeah. It's not a hard job to go and convince the actors to yeah. come back <laughs> and Although be the that'd movie. be kind
1: of a fun movie.
0: What, just a movie about trying to get the actors back?
1: Yeah, like a meta movie about someone trying to you know, get a bunch of old actors back to make a, well, probably be a pretty crappy, you know, 20 year later sequel. <laughs>
0: I mean, do you know what they should do for this, honestly, yeah. is they should realise that all the fans of this are now at least 30 years old, so it should be a hard-R, extreme, brutal movie for the people who were kids when the first one came out. Yeah, it
1: should be directed by Robert Eggers.
0: Then, uh... <laughs> <laughs> is it secretly also a sequel to The Witch? Yeah. Is this, is, where, is this where Hocus Pocus and The Witch turn out to be in the yeah. same continuity? All right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I got I get on board with that. <laughs> no i mean uh it, like you said this was fun as a kid uh a I, I don't know a, a sequel wouldn't get me super excited uh i believe mick garris either wrote or directed the first movie
0: oh actually I uh, can i just correct something i said hbo max what i meant to say is disney plus because it's a disney thing Oh, okay. i'm a that silly sausage yeah. yeah i just i said the wrong service so disney plus
1: <laughs> um but yeah so it's uh but i'm yeah, I might even be a little more excited though if they were mentioning Mick Garris's name um but I don't know it, again like these sequels so 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 far down the line don't really interest me that much it, you know it's just kind of a blatant nostalgia grab <laughs> like
0: every so often there's yeah. one that does work I mean I think the fourth Rambo sure. worked quite well <laughs> surprisingly yeah um, not yeah. good things about the fifth one admittedly but the fourth one apparently worked quite well um
1: Yeah, like, I don't think it's unheard of that it would potentially be, like, a bad movie, but it's, you know, it's not something that necessarily floats my boat.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't count Mad Max Fury Road, though, because that was more of a reboot than it was a sequel. It wasn't like they brought Mel Gibson back, you know, 20 years later for that.
1: Right, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that that, like, uh, and especially, you know, with stuff that's, like, a franchise, it makes more sense, but this is just, like, this was a one-and-done movie. It's not, like, Mm. you know, uh, especially, like, You know, uh, this would be more in, like, the comedy genre, I I think. And I feel like, you know, comedy sequels, especially so far down the line, are usually abysmal. Like, Hmm. I I don't know. Like, comedy sequels in general are kind of a weird thing because I think you either, you know, end up, uh, like, the only options you have are to be, like, you know, do something different and then people get mad because like oh well this isn't like you know the same kind of movie from before or you just do like the same jokes again and then people are like well this is just the same thing like I don't you know I don't see what the point of this is so I I don't know I I feel like comedy sequels are usually pretty bad on the whole and then uh, on top of that a sequel that's like you know what 20-ish years down the line is not not great uh, either, but I mean, again, though, if they have a really good idea and they get good people, you know, involved, it could potentially be good. Yeah, you know, I don't want to poo-poo it right away, but there's nothing about it that screams like, "Oh man, this is awesome! I can't wait."
0: Okay, I've got a counterpoint to your comedy sequels statement. Sure. I was try I, I took me way out to think of one, admittedly, but mm. Adam's family values.
1: All right, that's a good one. I'll give you that one. It's better yeah. than
0: the original, so. I'm yeah.
1: taking that point I'm taking that point yeah I, I, again it's not like a, i don't think it's impossible to do a good one but i just like <laughs> on, on the whole like comedy sequels are usually yeah, not, not the
0: best and depending on your opinion several of the police academy sequels might have
1: <laughs> uh, i've never seen them so i can't <laughs> comment
0: uh, i grew up watching that franchise they're not good but the first one's not my favorite though mm-hmm. But again, I think okay. people who, who saw the first one when it came out all hate the sequels because they think all the sequels just got silly. But <laughs> because I grew up with them as a kid, I feel like all my favorites are the dumb sequels. But um, <laughs> that's, that's not a hit note there. Um, if you count Gremlins 2, uh, which is a bit of a murky one because it was kind of, uh, you know, the first one was more of a horror with a bit of comedy, the second one was just full on satire comedy. Yeah. Um, you know, and that said, though, to your point, people did kind of. Uh, tear that apart at the time everyone said that was a bad sequel at the time and I feel like it's, yeah. it's only decades later that everyone's went no that was actually quite a good fun sequel because it did something different like blah, blah, blah. yeah um, but yeah yeah comedy sequels are bad that's why Tim had one good episode of the show and has been terrible ever since because he can't repeat that success <laughs>
1: well I mean if that's the case maybe I should call it quits <laughs>
0: I will leave it up to the audience to decide which episode that was that was the good one <laughs> <laughs> Send a a search back. Just
1: whatever video has the least amount of people telling us to F off.
0: (laughs) Well, definitely not Green Inferno, then.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Can say that for sure. Uh, So that's Hocus Pocus 2. Next up, Neil Blomkamp has got a horror movie in the works, apparently. Uh, This is interesting because Neil Blomkamp, of course, has been more linked to science fiction. Now, mentally, this has still got a bit of sci-fi in it. This is definitely a sci-fi horror movie, but um you know you know he did district 9 which is a goddamn modern masterpiece as far as i'm concerned and mm-hmm. uh, then he also did alien which i think looked good but was kind of you know, derivative and not as impressive uh, in most ways. And I did Chappie, which again <laughs> I thought looked good, um, and I liked him more than most people. I think I liked the the way his sci-fi looks enough that I kind of get into those two. Even I mean, neither <laughs> of them was anywhere close to District Nine. Don't get me wrong; like they are, they are a big step down from that. But um, I don't hate them. People hate those movies. I think they're. <laughs> Watchable. I haven't seen
1: Elysium, but Chappie sucks, dude. Come on. <laughs> Chappie's real bad. It's better than
0: all the Leprechaun movies or so much. Um,
1: oh, yeah, you wish. <laughs>
0: I don't know, wish. It just is. It's a fact. It's, 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 no. in, it's, it's written in blood, you, you Philistine. Anyway, um, so... Anyway, so Neil Blomkamp, of course, this has been a bit of a, a rough journey, actually, because as someone who loved District 9, and mm-hmm. obviously I, I acknowledge the flaws in the, the, the follow-up movies, but I love District 9. So when he was announced to do an Alien sequel, that actually ignored yeah. 3 and so on, and it was like, no, he's taking the Aliens, because I think his, his problem is not as a director, I think his movies are all very well directed. I think the problem sure. is that he's, he's writing these scripts, and the scripts for the, the last two movies weren't particularly hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the idea of giving him a franchise like that that's already has its rules sort of laid out is kind of exciting mm-hmm. it's kind of tantalising right yeah. um, but he dropped out of that because Ridley Scott had to make Alien Covenant ugh ugh so which nice. <laughs> is a knife to the heart alright mm-hmm. and then okay that sucks and well not quite as exciting as doing an Alien sequel him doing a direct sequel to Robocop was also pretty yeah. like oh okay alright cool. <laughs> I get to that and then he, he left that too because of no. reasons <laughs> So we were left with this place where Neil Blomkamp was left without a franchise, and now we have news of what he's doing next. Uh, so we, we, I mean, we found out a little while ago that he was leaving RoboCop, but he is doing a film called Inferno, and it is not a remake of the Dario Argento film. Just in case your mind was <laughs> jumping there because it might have done. Uh, Taylor Kitsch is going to star in it, and it is Love Kitsch. yeah. I, have, I mean, he's a, he's a bit bland, but I mean. <laughs> I don't think he's unsalvageable as an actor. Uh, Ketch will play a cop who is called in to investigate a seemingly ordinary murder in the New Mexico desert. The arrival of the FBI confirms the suspicions that something bigger, perhaps extraterrestrial is at play. Uh, The hunt uh, for the killer puts him face to face with a humanoid beast who will stop at nothing to exterminate the one witness to the crime. So, we have a humanoid alien by the sounds of it cool that sounds M- fun murdering people uh so it's going to be, the production will start in early 2020 so presumably this will be a sort of early to mid 2021 release maybe late yeah. 2020 who knows Some, sometimes these movies can be churned out a bit quicker than that but um yeah so this is nowhere near exciting as an alien sequel a robocop sequel by Camp. and it's obviously i prefer original ideas over sequels as on a yeah. you know as a whole but there's something about Blomkamp being attached to either of those franchises that was really exciting, but... You know.
1: I I think it's more... Um, for me, I I think it's just exciting to uh, know that those franchises are going to continue in the hands of, of a good director. I don't think mm. it necessarily... Like, um it, like, I, I like Blomkamp, but I think the more exciting news is just, like, oh, a good director is you know doing one of these franchises which uh i i actually like the idea of you know him doing an original movie uh which yeah the the premise sounds pretty cool so i'm definitely you know intrigued by this and maybe uh, you know d-
0: d- diverting a bit more over to a horror movies maybe just the the sort of the the fresh thing he needs you know because obviously yeah. he his last three films were all not the exact same subject, because obviously Chappie was a robot movie and District Name was an Aliens movie, but they are all they were all science fiction, like, sort of, you know, hard sci fi, or not maybe not hard sci fi, but they were all, you know, deep in the sci fi well. Whereas this sounds like, oh, it's going for more of a horror tone, and maybe that'll, you
1: know, a bit, bit of creative,
0: uh. a you know, bit of creative shake up for I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Uh,
1: and, and then, and maybe, like, you know, I, I think the hope then would be if this does well and you know gives him like a little maybe a little bit more clout or mm. you know because obviously he's like already like a you know a known person but you know the last couple of movies haven't really set the world on fire so if this is something that kind of puts him over the top a little bit maybe he'll have a little more room to work on you know one of those kind of franchises or something
0: yeah um yeah obviously aliens which is the case of ridley scott was flexing his uh his muscle yeah um Robocop it sounds like it may have been creative differences and yeah maybe that's an example where some clout with have came in handy to like sort of see him through and get get his way essentially but uh, anyway let's move on uh, just a, a sort of quick release date move here Michael Rooker's film Monster Problems uh, which has Dylan, Dylan O'Brien in it uh, as well as Ariana Greenblatt and Jessica Henwick uh, Jessica Henwick was uh, on Fish. she was uh, Colleen I think her name wasn't that? didn't watch
1: it so <laughs> yeah but you've read Iron Fist I mean, comics I assume she's a character oh, yeah. from the books yeah Colleen Wing is a character yeah. Uh, yeah, from that It's one of the Daughters of the Dragon usually teamed up with Misty Knight but
0: mm, um, yes, yes. People, yeah, people, people, be... people were hoping for a spinoff with uh, the, the, you know, the Misty Knight from Luke Cage and Colleen oh, yeah. from I, Iron Fist never happened but. yeah
1: that would have been cool well I mean maybe not as a Netflix show because the Netflix shows suck but <laughs> if <laughs> they found a better way to do it sure
0: yeah, so anyway, this film, Monster Problem, this is the uh, Rickard uh, plays Clyde, an expert hunter who teaches Joel Dawson how to survive the monster apocalypse. This uh, was meant to come out on 6th of March, 2020, has been pushed back a month or so to April 17th, 2020. So, just a quick thing there. And cool. Moving on, and speaking of uh, release dates, uh, James Wan's film, uh, Malignant, which is, we found out recently was a, a giallo film. Uh, much to Tim's ironclad news that it was a werewolf movie. Um, I think it
1: still could be a werewolf movie. It could be a werewolf shallow movie. We don't know. Does such a thing even exist? <laughs> it does now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so anyway, we've got a release date for this. It's coming out on August 14th, 2020. Ooh.
1: So we'll probably do that for the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, James Wan's do horror film? Yeah. I think we'll maybe <laughs> do that for the show, yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll find time to squeeze that in god damn we've yeah. <laughs> uh, got a couple of casting things here or there uh, Michelle Monican has been added to the Craft remake
1: mm.
0: Um, so uh, she's also also we've got uh, Kaylee Spaney who's in Pacific Rim Uprising Gideon Adlin who's in the uh Lovey Simone who's in Sella and the Spades I've never heard of that and Zoe Luna who's in 15E Quincinara story, although I assume that, I've not heard of that, but I assume that's because that's not a uh, you know, an English-speaking thing that I would have heard of. It sounds like it's a foreign thing, Um But, um, they're keeping a well, roll I of mean, wraps, But
1: Either way, it doesn't sound like the kind of movies we usually cover.
0: True, true. true. <laughs> uh, so the cast also, also already had David Duchovny, Nicholas Galat Zayn, and Julian Gray. So... And the description here is just still the, the plot of the first movie, so we don't really know if to, what they're changing yet, but the Craft remake is in full, full swing and the other cast. So oh,
1: Good thing they found a cast.
0: Usually a good... well, not a start, but it's usually a good like step three to, to make yeah. it a movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Christopher Landon's next film, uh, which, if you remember, is the body-swapping movie with Vince Vaughn. Um has also added some cast uh, they've added Alan Ruck who you might know from Spin City he had a small role in Speed he was on the first season of the XTV show he's been around for a long time Yeah, in fact most people probably know him from Ferris Bueller's Day Off actually that's probably his most famous thing okay <laughs> um, but yeah he's, he's been he's uh, he a
1: best friend in Ferris Bueller yeah he's been added okay, okay, to the okay.
0: cast of uh, of this movie yeah, uh, which doesn't have a name yet, which is why I'm just referring to it as the Christopher Landon body swap movie. Uh, Christopher Landon being the director of Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You, uh, uh, but we also have Katie who has been added to the cast as well as Celeste O'Connor, and who also from Sell it and the Spades. That was one of the things that was mentioned in the last article. <laughs> mm. where, where that just came from? Uh, Misha Oshervich uh, from Nosferatu. Uh, that's the, t- the TV show Nosferatu. Um, and
1: is it TV show Nosferatu? <laughs>
0: Yeah, the, the Joe uh, Hill one, nos Four oh, Eight Two.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant like Nosfer- Nosferatu, like, you know, the, whatchamacallit, the... The movies, but like... Yeah. <laughs> but I mean,
0: that's how you pronounce that show
1: title, right? Nosferatu. <laughs> sure, but if you if I don't know you're talking about that specific thing, it sounds weird.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so, yeah, so they're ready to cast that movie cool 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 uh, and then speaking of cast uh terrifier 2 obviously we just did Ooh. terrifier 1 earlier in on the month for uh, octoberthon and actually quite enjoyed it for what it was it was a nice grisly little slasher movie uh so art the clown's coming back for uh terrifier 2 that's not the news obviously he was going to be back but uh the news and this is a bit of a horror i don't want to say royalty that seems a bit high in the high in the the hierarchy for this but uh, F- uh, Felicia Rose from Sleepaway Camp has been added to the cast of Terrifier nice. 2 um, that's cool <laughs> and somehow we've not done Sleepaway Camp yet you know what next October-thon <laughs> Sleepaway Camp's franchise is yeah. happening damn it <laughs> um, so yeah uh, so she's all excited, and that's that's happening. Uh, that's cool. We have a description here, which I don't think really means that much for, for a movie like this, but I'll, I'll mention it anyway. After being resurrected by a sinister entity, Art the Clown returns to Males County where he must hunt down and destroy a teenage girl and her younger brother on Halloween. There you go. So Cool. it uh, sounds yes, like more fun. <laughs> and they're intending an October 2020 release date, which I would was expected. Given that they've been adding cast to it right now, I feel like... 2020 or sorry october next year is when i expect this to come out because again it's set in halloween uh, as was the first one so that should hopefully be a nice uh october movie next year yeah so that's good um so this next this next one means a lot to me because I, I was worried that this was kind of done and not going to happen but robert eggers did an interview this week and mm-hmm. is basically talking about why he's so uh, into doing nosferatu Uh, Just to bring that name back up again. But Nosferatu is something that he was rumored to be doing after The Witch. He did Lighthouse instead. And we found out his next movie last week was something else again. And I was worried that, oh, maybe Nosferatu is not going to happen because I was really looking forward to him doing that. But no, he's—he was talking just this week uh, after that last announcement that no, he still wants to do Nosferatu, uh, and he even says in this interview that it'll probably be his most mainstream movie. It'll be more mainstream than The Witch. It'll definitely be more mainstream than The Lighthouse, which is from, every, <laughs> from everything I've heard, The Lighthouse is the most like art house indie. The mainstream audience are going to hate this and think it's boring, drek. <laughs> like, <'cause, laughs> so. Um, and he's, he you know, he was saying how hey, he doesn't really want to do a lot of super mainstream stuff but Nosferatu will definitely be the most mainstream thing he does uh, and he talks about why he loves the character and why he's excited about it and all the rest of it so I just wanted to bring that up because I, I, I was looking forward to it he, Um, you know there's a lot there if you, if you go and read the article yeah.
1: oh, that's awesome yeah because I, I was a little bit worried about the same thing since you know because uh, after The Witch, we kind of thought that was going to be his next movie. And then, yeah, I did The Lighthouse instead. And then, yeah, he announced his next movie. Um, it, was some, it was like this Viking movie and stuff, which, you know, those are all really cool. But, you know, once yeah, it kind of keeps getting pushed back more and more, it, it does make me like, oh, man, is this not going to happen? But, uh, yeah, I really, really hope that does come out eventually.
0: Uh, they actually asked him if William Dafoe could end up playing Nosferatu, which would be funny <laughs> because he played kind of nosferatu yeah and and the uh what's the name of that movie
1: in the shadow of the vampire
0: yeah the movie about making of nosferatu um so that'd be kind of interesting and marion Defoe's in his next movie as well so he he clearly is building a a repertoire with uh with the man so uh wouldn't wouldn't shock me wouldn't Mm -hmm. shock me so i did want to mention that um Next up, Shudder has acquired uh, the rights to a film here. It's called The Beach House.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: Directed by Jeffrey A. Brown. Um, apparently, Bloody Disgusting have pointed out here they've already given it a four star review, so I mean, Ooh, they okay. seem to like it. Uh, it's a directorial wow. debut. Uh, it's, it's a powerful emotional throwback to 50s sci fi that presents a stunning glimpse of parasitic invasion. Uh, this 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 review apparently said. Um so yeah. Uh, it's gonna be premiering in Shudder next year. Um not always nice to see Shudder getting a bunch of original films like this that might not because obviously they get a lot of cheap stuff that just kinda suck. So it's nice when they get something <laughs> that might actually, you know, be above and beyond sure. that. You know, like Tigers Are Not Afraid or even though yeah. that debatably is not really Shudder material. Well, uh, but
1: Yeah, I mean I I think they have like a few like, uh, yeah, they have, like, a lot of general, like, okay, this is just whatever kind of thing. But every now and again, they'll get big things like, you know, Mandy or, uh, yeah, Tigers are not afraid of, like, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's it, it's nice to see them getting, like, um, stuff with, like, a little more weight behind them. But uh, yeah. that sounds cool. We won't do it on this show because it's a, clearly a sci-fi movie, <laughs> like that review says. But... Uh, you
0: know. could it be, can be, could be cool. It could be sci-fi horror. I mean, this is bloody disgusting. They're a horror movie <laughs> website. In In the Beach House, hoping to reunite their relationship, Emily, uh, played by Liana Le- Liberato, uh, oh, yeah. and Randall, played by Noah Legros uh, So I think this may actually be a foreign film. Uh, from, just just from the sounds of these names, but I, I could be wrong. Um oh, Arrive at their weekend getaway only to discover a peculiar older couple already staying there. They all agree to share the home after an indulgent night of partying, wake up to a living nightmare of apocalyptic proportions. Mm. So it's like the adult version of the visit. <laughs> they find an old couple, <laughs> and then oh no, the this, this scary.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I it could be really cool. I, I again, if it's you know getting a lot of you know rave reviews and stuff, that's uh, definitely one to keep on the radar.
0: I'm intrigued, I'm intrigued Um, it could just, yeah, so uh, yeah, um, I'm intrigued that's all I'll say, that's the Beach House so it's coming next year from Shudder so definitely something we'll be looking at when it hits Uh, next up we're going to talk about a film called Seance which is from Dark Castle Entertainment it is the directorial debut of Simon Barrett who works
1: you know who this is? no (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to see young talent getting a Shot at the big
0: time. Well, you may have heard of him because he he worked on some scripts before. He worked on the script for the guest, Your Next Blair Witch, all of Adam Wingard's. Well, not all of them, but most of Adam Wingard's movies. Oh, yeah. Um, he oh, directed cool. a, a segment in both VHS and VHS 2. So okay. So he's 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 dabbled a lot in directing. He's done a lot of writing, and this is his directorial debut. Yeah. It's set in an all-girls boarding school haunted by a vengeful spirit uh girl star suki waterhouse um she was in in into the darks new year new you and assassination nation um oh yeah i kind of recognize mm-hmm. her from that actually no, i'm looking at the 4 uh, oh. she'll play camille a young woman who arrives at the fairfield academy following one of the students untimely and violent deaths uh so yeah it's interesting um so you know um is he any good as a director i mean obviously he's worked in scripts for some good movies but uh well translate to a good first
1: outing hard to say it could go either way um yeah but that's that's a little intriguing and then i i i do think vhs and vhs2 do have some good segments Some i'm not sure which ones he did but mm-hmm. it's possible he could have done some of the better ones it so. says
0: for vhs2 he did the wraparound was the wraparound any good i don't remember I I'll be honest. Which... I don't remember if I've even seen VHS too. I've definitely seen the first one, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I've definitely seen. Uh, actually, I've seen all three. Uh, I think there's only three. Um, don't remember what the wraparound one was for the second one. Uh, yeah, I can't even uh, can't even think. Oh well. Okay, yeah. anyway, so that's uh
0: seance, Sentinel all girls born in school, vengeful spirit. Uh, so. Look forward to that. <laughs> so, uh, next up, um, Bill Mosley is going to play an immortal child eating clown. <laughs> and cool. a, a film by director uh, Hainsey Whitmore. Oh, I said that sentence weird. And a film by Hainsey Whitmore. <laughs> uh, the film's called Crepitus or Crepitus. Uh, i'm not sure pre- <laughs> i'm not sure how to pronounce it uh c-r-e-p-i-t-u-s would that be crepitus or Crepitus? uh i
1: i, I want to say it sounds like crepitus but i feel like Crepitus sounds more like
0: that was um, my thing yeah I, for, based yeah. on just the, just the letters i would say crepitus but because it's a horror movie i'm yeah. thinking maybe it is Crepitus, but um so yeah so that's now got a, a release date um, it's coming out this year. It's it's uh, already been made. This it, year? Yeah, it's it's oh. coming out on VOD on December thirteenth.
1: Wow. So, uh,
0: um, although we- it's going to be on, t- it's going to have a very very limited theater release on November first. It's going to be on ten screens nationwide <laughs> on November first.
1: Well, maybe I'll make it out to the cinema uh, for what sounds like a very very original idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Child, immortal child-eating clown. Cool. And have not seen that ever before.
0: Yeah, but that last movie about that didn't wasn't that good. So maybe this will be better. Fair. Um, Fair. Here's the here's this full description. Seventeen-year-old Elizabeth and her younger sister Sam are thrust into circumstances more terrifying than life with their abusive, drunken mother when they are forced to move into their deceased grandfather's house frightened beyond belief they are forced to learn horrible things about their family history never mind the ghosts in the house there is something far worse that takes an interest in them a cannibalistic clown named crepitus
1: the hell <laughs> what is going on in this movie there's a, a child a mortal child eating clown plus ghosts plus like family drama that sounds a uh, pretty stacked
0: <laughs> this will either be amazing or terrible and i'm not sure <laughs> i'm not sure which <laughs> So right. we'll see. I guess
1: uh, I mean to be fair, I'm at least intrigued.
0: Yeah, um, maybe we'll squeeze that. I mean, that's right in Christmas season though, so that may be a January uh, review for us. But um, we'll, we'll probably, unless unless the trailer or whatever just looks like absolute garbage, which you know, yeah, you know, maybe maybe sometimes we should have a threshold. But then again, people do love us doing our worst ten of the year. We can't do a worst ten if we don't try some of this shit. <laughs> so that's true. That's so true. you know. <laughs> the the conflictions we have uh, <laughs> next up Bloomhouse are uh, are at it again uh, they are going to be remaking a 1987 thriller uh, so this was a uh, curtis hansen who directed Ellie confidential directed a film called the bedroom window in 1987 um it's an adaptation of Anne holden's novel the witness sorry the witnesses sorry, uh, that stars Steve Gutenberg, of all people, with El- Elizabeth McGovern. I-, I mentioned Police Academy earlier. Somehow, it's all come full circle. Steve Gutenberg's been brought up. Uh, so, yes, Blumhouse is teaming with Studio Canal and filmmaker Ben Young to remake the film. Um, so, Young, uh, who's making this, did Hounds of Love, which I've almost watched on Shudder a couple of times, and I've okay. heard some pretty extreme things, of, you know, it's uh, that it's an extreme movie um okay. i don't know if it's because it's really violent because it's really depressing i'm not sure which uh, i I, <laughs> I have a very vague understanding of young uh, hounds of love but um yeah. that was the one thing i was told when i considered watching it on stream is that it's like <laughs> oh geez maybe we, maybe we prepare yourself for that <laughs> so uh, the original film follows a man who beds his boss's wife during the tryst she observes him from his bedroom window a violent attack on a young woman he goes to the police on his lover's behalf to report a crime he didn't actually witness. Soon he is a suspect and potential target for the attacker.
1: That sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, that's, that's kind of an interesting plot. Yeah, basically he can't admit that she was there so he has to pretend that he saw it and that maybe turn, maybe those twists and turns, maybe she's setting him up or maybe, you know. Yeah.
1: The uh, the, the only part of the news I don't like is um You know, I I like Bloom House a lot. Uh, You know, you know they. I'm not sure what the ratio to like hits and misses and stuff are, but uh, I don't want them to turn into like just like a remake studio. You know, like I I like that because it seems like all the news lately has been, you know, a lot lot of remake stuff. But um, I, I mean, at least this one though, it does sound like a movie that you know is not like a huge, hugely known or anything, which you know it might work a little bit more in its favor since you know it doesn't really uh you know it has not a lot of like you know preset notions and stuff in people's minds and
0: whatnot mm. yes um god damn it why is this not in... oh, Here we go Let's... <laughs> i was i was going to check since you, you brought up the like they're doing a lot of remakes they're doing a lot of you know other stuff i just wanted to look at like this year 2019 mm-hmm. um so this is what they brought out in 2019, and to be fair, from a quick glance, it doesn't look like a lot of remakes are written. we got Glass, which is a sequel, Happy Death Day to You, which is a sequel, uh, Mercy Black, Stockholm, Thriller, Ma, Don't Let Go, Bloodline, Prey, Sweet- How have I not heard of half of these? Like, we, we-, <laughs> <laughs> we, we we, we, cover horror movies, Tim, why have you not heard of most of these? Uh, Bloodline, Prey, Sweetheart, The Gallows Act 2,
1: <laughs>
0: oh god, we have to do that soon. It just came out <laughs> uh, and then they've still got adopt uh adopt a high which is a drama admittedly uh, and then black christmas so i mean black christmas is actually the only one out of that whole list i think that is i, really... I don't
1: know it just feels like a lot of the uh I, I guess maybe more of the stuff that comes out it might be original stuff but it feels like all the big news you hear from them is usually sure um a lot of remake stuff like you know yeah the craft uh black christmas uh I don't know if you kind of count Halloween. I guess it's not a remake. It's more of like a reboot ish, yeah. kind of thing.
0: I mean, but, it, but at the very least, in in this same news episode, we've had that, you know, Christopher Landon body swapping movie, which sounds really true. cool yeah. and yeah. interesting. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff here. I guess it, they just, um, I, I guess they just, yeah, the, the, the remake stuff, because it's all names that we know, tends to get a lot more buzz. Yeah, um, it makes sense. Not that we'd ever heard uh-huh. of the bedroom window, but it does. It, <laughs> I mean, it does sound interesting, actually. I kind of like that premise. Maybe. I mean, the original film doesn't sound like as a horror movie per se, but given that this is Blumhouse, I feel like the new one will probably veer more towards horror. That's my guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, like it. It sounds a little bit more like drama slash thriller, but um, yeah, maybe they'll spice it up and uh, get it a little more horror centric.
0: So, just a quick fun thing here, um, right. Walmart. <laughs> walmart uh oh i think i saw this (laughs) yeah Uh, so satanic panic came out on on your blu-ray and dvds and whatnot uh we reviewed it about a month ago so you can go check out our discussion on that um basically walmart weren't comfortable with the word satanic so if you buy the blu-ray in in walmart you get just panic and there's a photo (laughs) here in the article (laughs) <laughs> uh of the cover and it is it, it literally just says panic in the font at the top it doesn't i guess, yeah. maybe it's only in the slip cover maybe if you take a slip cover off the, the the actual case will say satanic panic but sure um yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah
1: yeah it's it's uh i, I always forget like walmart exists because <laughs> we really don't have them like out here or at least uh, there's not that many in la like uh surprisingly but uh so i was like uh it always seems weird to me when i see stories like this i'm like oh people are still buying stuff at walmart uh, i guess it's probably <laughs> like huge uh, a lot of other places but uh yeah it seems like such a weird place to buy <laughs> horror movies yeah
0: um yeah. i don't know it's weird good i've never heard of a of a store getting a a special title for a movie before yeah so <laughs> uh Neat, neat, little random bit of news. Uh, so we'll wrap up then with a trailer, uh, not for a movie, admittedly, but I still felt this was worth mentioning at the very least. Which is a a new Hulu series that's coming um, on. A, in fact, it's actually already out. It came out, uh, the premiered the first episode of October twenty fifth. But the trailer came out oh. this past week, and I felt it was worth mentioning just because it's called Zombot. And uh, it's about a group of people escaping a zombie apocalypse on a boat. And it's it's a British series, apparently, uh, just based on all the accents, as, as I was watching it. And I will admit, I chuckled at the end of the trailer when someone's saying, hey, we're quicker than them. Well, barely quicker, but <laughs> we're quicker. Yeah. Um, it's hard to look at a horror comedy or a zombie comedy these days and not feel a little bit tired. It's especially sure. hard not to look at a British zombie comedy and not think of Shaun <laughs> of the Dead. So, I don't know. What did you think of the trailer, Timmy? <laughs>
1: I was not into it it's a it's a very short trailer
0: so mm-hmm. it's like a minute um, or so yeah it's not long
1: yeah like i i feel like a little bad judging it because you know there's it, it could totally you know there could be like a, a lot of stuff that we're not seeing that might make it a little more interesting but um yeah it, it just feels like uh why are we doing this like you know we've i i feel like we've hit you know max like zombie comedies and everything but like uh i don't know i'm still surprised like i mentioned earlier in the month um i wasn't really hot on the trailer for little monsters and ended up liking that quite a bit so maybe if i actually check this out i mean
0: i think even the trailer that had its own spin on it because it was like oh we're having to actually we're having to like water this down and like sugarcoat it for all these like six-year-olds and that's why it's that's where the comedy comes from um
1: also, it's a ninety-minute movie, so it doesn't like you know. Mm. There's not a, you know, well, it's easy to not wear out a premise in that time.
0: I thought this was a movie until at the end it said series premiere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, it's a TV show. Okay, um, fair enough. Also,
1: and like, I'm sure that they will, you know, think of interesting stuff to do. But like, you know, it doesn't seem like there's there's that much threat if you're in a boat. Like, obviously, they're gonna. And there's gonna be points where they're gonna to have to get off to like get like supplies or something or move stuff out of the way if they have to like cross something like uh, so I'm sure that's where the interesting stuff will come in but I mean right off the bat though it kind of seems like uh, yeah that's it's not like there's that much danger like you know zombies can't like jump in the water and swim up the boat you know
0: no question it. just <laughs> you know? yeah zombot
1: yeah. I feel like so much like uh, zombie comedy stuff. It, like how much of it is, um, like we. This is a story we need to tell versus like, oh, we thought of the name first and then, like, work back from there.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's so, like zombie, zombie, boat. zombie. It's okay, excellent. Um, yeah. Same with uh, Nate of the Living Deb, You feel like. Like that exactly, and that yeah. <laughs> and, that's not, and that wasn't a bad movie necessarily. It was it wasn't particularly sure, memorable, yeah. but it was okay. Um right, yeah. but you know, like they clearly thought of that title, or maybe they did. Maybe yeah. they had, maybe they just had this idea for this weird like zombie comedy that focused on this kind of. Di- it was it's almost like a movie focusing on like I almost feel like um, what's her face from, uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It almost felt it. Like it was like a oh, yeah. <laughs> role written for her, but they just had someone else yeah. play her. And I thought the actress was fine, for the, for the record, but. Um, anyway, so that was that was the last thing uh, on the news, which will lead us to Tim telling us what he has been watching uh, for right. for October Not f- not for review, of course, just for extra things.
1: Sure. Uh, do you want me to hit the big ones first, or should I lead up to that?
0: Yeah, I guess the big ones. Pull your loads, gone. Right.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I went out and I saw Lighthouse yesterday. Oh. So, I—I I mean, I don't know. Do you want like? Obviously, I'm not gonna tell any spoilers, but do you want <laughs> to know like anything? Like, I—I I, don't—I don't know how much uh, I should say here. Um. <laughs> well, we're definitely gonna review this, so yeah. I feel
0: like we simply acknowledge this and move on.
1: I'll—I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. I—I I will say this. Uh, I'll say never have i seen a more accurate uh depiction of our relationship in a movie <laughs> that, that, that's what i'll say about it i'll, I'll
0: say this though I did, I did see an interview quote this week from eggers that said seagulls were better to work with than goats which, yeah. I, which I thought was funny um but yeah
1: yeah so i'll um yeah i i have strong opinions about the movie but i guess i'll leave it at that until we do our review so <laughs> i had an interesting double feature because i saw that yesterday and then i also saw a little movie called verotica which uh i forget if i told you about this <laughs> before if we had talked about it is, is
0: this uh like people who have vertigo but they get horny while they've got vertigo so it's called verotica no Verodica? no,
1: <laughs> no on- honestly there's no uh justification for the name whatsoever okay but, uh so do you know who glenn danzig is
0: the name sounds familiar, but
1: he's a he's a musician. He was in the Misfits, and then uh, I think he's done some solo stuff. But okay, um, I, I think he's also supposed to be like a notorious asshole. Uh, but so this is his directorial debut, which uh, it's a horror anthology movie that I guess is based off a comic book line uh, that he did. And the reason why I was interested in this because it had a premiere in LA, I think like maybe like a month or two back, uh, which I sadly was not able to attend, but from what I heard about everyone that did go ahead and see it, uh, they were saying that it was a laugh riot. Like I guess when they premiered it, the audience was dying. And then afterwards, uh Glenn Danzig did a Q and A. Like I think the first thing he said was like it's not a comedy. (laughs) Like he was very pissed off. But yeah, I mean, um we're definitely going to have to do this whenever it's available uh like on vod or whatever uh this is something else uh you know people were calling it the room of horror movies which usually that's like you know i I feel like you hear that get tossed around a lot but i don't know if i would necessarily disagree with that assessment i mean
0: Uh, horror movies more than any genre any other genre does have a lot of things that would be contenders for the room of horror movies but um that's interesting Hmm.
1: Yeah this I mean uh, this is like what I love in a in a bad movie it's just a completely inept director with like just absolutely no idea how uh to make a movie um uh, like I, again I don't want to give like too much uh, away so you know, we'll, we'll save it for like a specific review but there was just like one scene where like every scene just goes on for so long <laughs> like, there's this one scene where there's like ladies like looking at herself in a mirror and like the audience was dying because it was just going on for so goddamn long. And every time you think it's going (laughs) to cut, like, you know, the camera will zoom in and you're like, all right, so it's going to cut now. And then it will like zoom back out (laughs) and she'll still be looking at herself in the mirror. Like, um, let let me just, you know, uh, again, I don't want to give too much away, but let me just give you kind of the premise of like the first story. Cause it, it, it goes in some crazy places and this is literally like the first two three ish limit minutes of the movie but just to kind of give you the kind of a a idea like what you're in for for this movie um Mm -hmm. it starts with and obviously if you don't want spoilers like you know skip ahead like two minutes or whatever but it starts with uh this woman uh and this going down on this guy um even though he still has his pants on but (laughs) whatever this guy's up you can get out (laughs) Uh, there's, there's nothing, uh, yeah, there, there's nothing coming out there. Uh, cause yeah, she stands up and like his pants are still fully on and zipped up, but whatever, that's fine. Uh, and then, you know, he keeps trying to take her shirt off and she keeps saying, no, no. And he's like, I don't care. And like, he takes her shirt off, uh, to reveal her breasts. And instead of nipples, she has two eyeballs. So of course the man is disgusted and he gets up and leave, Uh, and the woman, you know, is like, oh, not again, and she starts crying, and then it pans down, and it shows the eyeball on her breast start crying, and a teardrop falls (laughs) from her eye boob and lands on an albino spider, who then turns into a giant (laughs) spider creature, and yeah, it gets uh, even crazier from there, but it's the stories are nonsensical. The acting's horrible. The directing is like, it feels like uh, if you gave a someone in their 40s or 50s like a camera for the first time and they're like just figuring out the camera, like there's just all these like zooms in. Like, you know, they's just like zooming like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> and so, like it is so bad. I, I think the only question is going to be is like, is this going to be a Patreon one or is this too good? Like, should it be on the, you know, main feed? But that's going to be a fun one to do <laughs> that that's i
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think we have to get to the fanatic before we get to that because that's available now but true okay um, <laughs> all right it's, it's about to be on prime i believe as the fanatic which isn't a horror movie but yeah. it feels like it's... it's going to be bad enough that it's worth doing at least for patriots so <laughs> yeah
1: close enough yeah uh so, so those were like my two big uh you know watches uh, i'll just uh, kind of go through uh, some of the other stuff, uh, I checked out. Uh, so I watched, uh, just like some random, um, stuff on like prime, uh, nothing too notable. Like I watched like the barn, Blackwater vampire, um, uh, Candyman three day of the dead, which, oof, that was a, that was a rough one. Um, slugs I watched, uh, which was actually pretty, pretty good. That was like a, you know, cheesy, uh, you know like 80s uh movie about killer radioactive slugs uh what's great about it is like obviously like slugs are so like slow and everything so it's kind of fun just seeing like the ways you know people would it usually would just amount to like someone having to fall into the slugs mm. <laughs> so it's just like a lot of like people just touching something you can't see and be like oh something bit me and then they fall down and there's a bunch of slugs but uh, that was kind of cool. Uh, that, that's, that, I watched... that's been on my radar for a while, actually. Slugs. Yeah, it's 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 a fun one. Uh, I rewatched some good things like uh, The Thing. Uh, obviously, yeah, you know, classic. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. I I watched Critters Attack. Uh, it's kind of fun. Yeah, you know, it's like a it's like a, a sci-fi critters movie, but you know. It, it's not the the best, but uh, it wasn't horrible. And uh oh, I I I don't, I haven't really been giving consistent updates, but I I will give a creep show update because I, I did catch up on all the episodes. I was uh, like two behind last week. But um I I think I was a little positive when I mentioned watching like the first one or two episodes. Oh, but, no Jeez, <laughs> it it takes such a nosedive. It is uh I hate to say it, but it's bad it's real bad oh. like episode 3 uh again like the first two episodes like you know it, you can tell that it's like you know low budget and everything but i think it was still interesting and they were doing some cool stuff and had some cool special effects and like you know good actors and everything so you know i was fairly positive uh episode 3 yikes it's the stories get less and less interesting the production value gets you know worse and worse uh and yeah just now i'm gonna like finish it till the end because i i don't think there's that many episodes left and uh i'm at least curious but man such a drop off real shame
0: (laughs) oh dear oh dear first creep show three and now the tv shows a dagger to the heart
1: yeah i feel like they probably should have just done like another creep show movie because really if they just took those first two episodes um and then maybe put a little bit more time and budget into them it could have been really cool but instead now you have a yeah tv show which you know more than half of it is bad at this point but who knows maybe they saved like a good one for last so i'm holding out hope but uh it's hard Oh, well, The struggle is real. The struggle is real. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and I've had a busy week, so I haven't watched it yet. But I probably will get to uh, Castle Rock soon. Oh, did the season two start? Season two. Yeah, I think it just started this week.
0: Yeah, I said. I mean, we we did season one on the on the channel. Uh, we reviewed it, but uh, the ending left such a bad taste in my mouth that I have to admit, oh, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I, I was not really paying attention to season two news. Um,
1: I'm a, a little more. I, I'm intrigued. I like. I don't think season one was perfect, but I did like it for the most part. And then uh, I, I don't know. I, I, again, I'm gonna. I I haven't like read any full reviews, but from like the headlines of some reviews I've saw, I've seen it doesn't sound like season two is that good. But uh, um, I don't, I'm holding out hope. So um, I'll at least you know give it a watch.
0: Yes. The year of terrible Stephen King adaptations continues. Um, Still hone out for Dr. Sleep. That's uh, <laughs> the one
1: thing that is giving me hope.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that'll, that'll basically wrap up then uh, this uh, October Thun special news movie update episode, whatever you call these things. Uh, this is the final one of the month. Obviously, today, uh, the same day today, uh, you can find the final Wishmaster, Wishmaster 4. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> on patreon.com slash TV. Obviously, every month on Patreon, uh, Screams After Midnight it has an exclusive bonus episode for everyone. Um, but for the October Thumb, we had four. We had the entire Wishmaster franchise uh, going one per week. So, the fourth one will be out today. So, thank you very much. Go check out Patreon if you want to support us and support everything we do and keep all the content coming. You can also support us by rating the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. More people will find us that way. It will spread to more and more people like a nice, scary disease. Uh, and a, a good scary disease uh, but you can go do that you can rate, you can subscribe you can comment, you can ding the bell on YouTube to make sure you get notifications uh, but that is pretty much it, it guys on Twitter at Midnight as well uh, for updates and random jokes and whatever else Tim happens to put on there uh, when, I'm, when I'm not paying attention <laughs> then I have to go in and fix his mess <laughs> um but that is, that is it. so thank you once again for watching and listening Always well, was appreciate to keep watching scary movies guys and we will see you next time